Oh, hi guys. <laughs> so quite a few people who are like kind of new or visiting. So I just want to say big welcome to you guys. Hope you have a really good time with us. It's good to have you here. Um, now, a few, a couple of years ago, um, <clears throat> life kind of fell apart for me a little bit. Um, I was involved in a really uh, conservative Christian tradition. Uh, I was involved in a student group at uni. There was a Christian student group. I was heavily involved in church. Uh, I actually worked for a church for two years. And things were just really good for me. I was just really happy. Like things just seemed to be kind of going along really well. It was really nice. Um, I was also gay. But as a conservative Christian, there was really, for me, no avenue to pursue anything like that. Um, like I had very traditional views. I believed marriage was between one man, one woman, for life. Uh, at the exclusion of all others. And I was fine. I was happy. I was, I th things were pretty good. But a lot of stuff changed for me because I had some Christian friends who were also gay and they kind of just walked away from the faith because they felt like they just couldn't do it anymore. It, it just got really hard for them. And that really, like, that shook me. Because in my mind, like, I thought my faith was something that, that gave people hope. And I thought it, it gave people life. And here I was, and it seemed like we were kind of pushing people away from God. And that just, I didn't know what to make of that. It just didn't make sense to me. And I figured, like, are we doing something wrong here? And so what I did was I started reading things from the other side. I started reading uh, arguments from Christian authors who were more progressive. They were kind of on the other side of the Christian family. And I was really surprised because I found arguments that at least from my perspective, I, I found them convincing. I thought these are scriptural, biblical arguments that they're making. And I kind of think they have a point. But more than that, something that actually, I think, had a bigger impact on me was when I started reading these authors, when I started reading people on the other side of things, Christians who were more on the progressive side of things than, than my own conservative tradition, I, I encountered this God that was just really different to the God that I'd known. And I encountered this God that was just, it just wasn't the same. But there was something really beautiful about what I saw. Now, the thing is, you might think that I'd go, oh, cool, that's really interesting. Here are some views here. There are some views over there. I'm just going to read everything. I'm going to kind of process stuff. I'm going to think of things through. It's all going to be good. But that's not what happened to me. What happened to me was, everything just fell to pieces because everything I built my life on, everything I built my hope for the future on, everything I built all of my security on, all of a sudden I was really, that foundation was challenged. 
And I just felt like I had nothing, I had nowhere to stand. I had no idea what was going on. I had no idea what was up or what was down. Everything inside me was just really chaotic. I didn't know what to believe. Um, it was also about that time that I happened to enroll in a really conservative Bible college. Uh, and so it was this bizarre feeling of, I'd be in this classroom with like the loveliest, kindest people you'd ever meet, but we'd be having these like theological talks but on the inside, I would be like screaming, going, I just don't know if I can believe any of this anymore. I, I don't know what's what. So it was, yeah, it was a really difficult time for me. Um, I was dealing with all of this, but also at, around about that time, I kind of really, um, I started to really deal with the fact that according to the tradition that I was raised in, I was really going to be companionless for the rest of my life. Like that was just a reality I was starting to really engage with. And so that made me feel completely hopeless. It made me feel just like the future was dark. And so I had that going on inside of me. I had all of the stuff about who is God going on inside of me. I didn't even know if God was actually real, if, if there was a God or if we're, we all just made stuff up. And yeah, it just really got to me. Uh, I remember one night I was just sitting in my room and something in me just broke and I just started sobbing. And if you know me, like, I'm not a crier. Like... I go years without crying, like it's nothing, it's, yeah. But I sobbed like I had never sobbed before in my life. It was, it was a really memorable night for me. Uh, it was also about, well, through all of that, while that was going on, I was still listening to sermons by various pastors. Uh, so I'd listen to their podcasts. And there was one pastor in particular that had a really big impact on me. So I'd be sitting there, I'd be going, I don't know if there's a God. I don't know if I believe in anything anymore. I don't know what's what. Then I'd listen to one of her like sermons and my heart would just be like lifted up. And I would just feel like, like hopeful and, and, and grateful for things. <coughs> And it was really beautiful because what she kept on doing was she kept on talking about who Jesus was. And I really couldn't get away from that. I couldn't get away from who Jesus was. I, I, I couldn't get away from the fact that he taught us to love our neighbors and love our enemies. And I couldn't get away from the fact that he lifted people up who in society were either hated or they were ignored. And I, I couldn't get away from the fact that he seemed to be this perfect embodiment of sacrificial love. I, even though everything inside me was chaotic, that was just something that kept on standing out to me. And it wasn't just that that's who Jesus was, but... If Jesus showed us who God is, 
if Jesus was God in human form, then to me that was, that was incredible. If Jesus was, showed us God making his home with the lowly and the, the downtrodden, and if it shows us a God who was rejected by a religious system that kept on asking you to be holier and holier and holier, or on the other side of things, he's rejected by an empire who just, they're all about getting more power by exploiting people. If this Jesus showed me a God that was rejected by both of those two things, I thought, this is the most beautiful thing on earth. This is the most beautiful thing I can think about. And that thought kept on grabbing at me. Um, so Paul, when Paul write, uh, writes to the Philippians, in chapter 2 of Philippians, Paul writes, he, he talks about Jesus, and he says, Jesus, though he was in the form of God, did not... Re- did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but he emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness. And being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. If that's who God is, that's a God I could follow. If that's who God is, if God is someone who comes down to this world, if God is someone who willingly gives up his own power to be with us, to be with people who will look down on, to even give himself over to death, that is a God I could follow. And I, I couldn't, I could just not let go of that. But it wasn't just that. It was also following that God just seemed to give us freedom. Because if God could give himself in service to the world, that gives us the freedom to give ourselves in service to the world. If God wasn't concerned with with keeping his own power, we don't have to be concerned with keeping our own power. We don't have to work hard and feel trapped by a a life where we have to get more and more and more and more things or protect our own status or just protect our own sense of security. We're free to let go of those things if that's who God is. And I just, to me, that was just a, a remarkable thing as well. So Paul continues his letter to the Philippians. And he says this, If then there is any encouragement in Christ, any consolation from love, any sharing in the Spirit, any compassion and sympathy, make my joy complete. Be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord of one mind and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, Regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you not look to your own interests, but to the interests of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. Isn't that just 
to me, that's the most beautiful way to live your life. I feel like if the whole world lived like that, we would live in an, a remarkable world. Everything would just be just the way it is meant to be. And so that's the thing that kept me going. I feel like I had a lot of uncertainty. There were all these questions that I couldn't answer. In a lot of ways, I didn't know what to believe anymore. But that was what kept me going. That was what kept me holding on to, to Jesus. Um, there's a handful of things that I feel I'm quite certain about. But there's a lot of things I'm not certain about. But I think that's okay. Because that's not what I'm building my life on anymore. Um, these days, uh, I've, I've, come, I've now come to a pro-LGBT inclusive theology. Um, that's just where I landed. I am very aware that in a room like this, there's going to be a whole bunch of people with a whole variety of views, and that's totally fine. Um, I've got a lot of friends, like my best friends think I'm wrong, but they're still my best friends, and they love me, and I love them, and we get on great, and it's, it's really wonderful. So I think there's something really special about being part of a community where there are just different views. So no pressure. I'm just saying that's where I landed. Um, I also uh, changed to a different Bible college. Uh, both colleges are great. They're both wonderful. This one's just a slightly better fit for me, and I'm really happy there. But at the end of the day, there is nothing more beautiful to me than who Jesus shows me God is. And that, to me, just changes everything. So I figured I'd like to just finish off by just saying a big thank you to everybody here. Uh, because I think Found is a really special place. And Found, I think, is really a community of love. We really try to live lives that way. And I just, just think, thank you. Thank you for sitting with people who a lot of people in the world don't want to sit with and walking with people who a lot of people in the world don't want to walk with and for passing the mic. It's really beautiful. So just really thank you for being who you all are. It really means a lot. Thanks, guys.